Welcome to Guarding Your Nest Egg podcast. Mike, apparently October is National Financial Planning Month. So wanted to mention that. Be- Gosh, I just hit my face on the microphone. <laughs> There's a good one. All right. <laughs> wanted to mention that because it's a good reminder that depending upon where we are in life, it's always good to double check our approach to budgeting, spending, investing, the whole deal. Of course. Yeah. So I guess I'll celebrate by going over my budget uh, after today's show, which and is really boring. And then smacking your head on the microphone again. Yes. Okay. <laughs> no secret to you that many feel the Federal Reserve has been too aggressive with its approach to interest rates. Michael Darda is the chief economist of the trading and research firm MKM Partners. And he says that over the last seven months, policy rates have gone up 300 basis points, leading to the most rapid rises in rates since the early 80s. He also shared with Yahoo Finance how he thinks this could impact other parts of the economy. So I think households, uh, unfortunately, here are also caught in the Fed's crosshairs uh, because the tightening is likely to keep going until it kills the labor market. They'll kill inflation, but they're going to end up killing the labor market with it. Count me cautious after hearing that, my friend. I mean, they've already come out and basically said that's their intent, Kristen. If you look at the past several weeks, investment professionals would refer to it as a capitulation, right? So markets are up and down, but they're trading in a range. But the capitulation is the volatility. So there's basically thousand point swings back and forth, but the market is still trading in the same range. And that type of capitulation, there are active money managers that our clients or listeners may have heard of things like charting, and they're just looking for technical indicators and all of these things. Uh, Typically, markets bouncing around for a period of time in a range can be a little bit scary because historically what happens is eventually it breaks in a direction. Not all the time, but you could show that maybe most of the time it'll break in a direction. And sometimes that direction is up. Mm -hmm. Other times the direction is down. Obviously, we're very, very concerned and we have been about 2022 in general when it comes to investments that markets we didn't feel would be very good in 2022. So all along the way, starting very, very last part of December 2021 and the first part of January 2022 here, we started making changes to portfolios, in particular portfolios like IRAs and Roth accounts, any portfolio where there's no taxable impact to a client. We have been, and I think advisors just should be having conversations with clients going, hey, listen, I don't think things are going to be good. There's really no tax ramification to making changes. Why don't we just get more conservative? And unfortunately, I know there are a lot of listeners out there that that have not been in that situation. Every single week, we're having a conversation with somebody who said, well, I heard you on the radio. You're talking about actively managing portfolios. You're talking about making changes earlier in the year, anticipating a bad market. And that's not the experience that they've had either with their advisor or, I mean, certainly with the retirement plan at work, there isn't an advisor there. So I think people are very, very frustrated at where we are now. And then what Michael Darda was talking about right there was this relationship to interest rates, what's been going on. So he mentioned a 300 basis point increase. So for listeners who basis points can be confusing. In the financial services industry, we don't look at just a percentage. We look at fractions of percentages. Okay. And fractions of percentages are uh, discussed as basis points. But you could think of 300 basis points as 3%. And so what he's looking at there and making that comparison is, so if rates have gone up 300 basis points, that is having an impact, and it is. So you're seeing that 300 basis point increase affecting interest rates on any sort of loan, right? So if Mm -hmm. you want a home right now, 
you're not at 3% anymore, you're at 6, right? There's your 300 basis point or 3% increase. If you want to go buy a car, rates are higher. If you want to buy almost anything, rates are higher. And that is the Fed's attempt to slow down this inflation issue. And like I said before, they're not hiding the fact that it's going to be painful. I mean, the Fed was literally out saying, hey, listen, we are going Mm -hmm. to raise interest rates and it's going to be painful. It's going to be painful to businesses. It's going to be painful to the consumer. And then anytime right now that I see, again, markets having big up days, it's almost like somehow the market forgot that that the Fed came out and said, hey, we're going to make this really, really painful because the market seems to be up on the sort of premise that, well, I don't think the Fed is going to do what they said they're going to do. And if they don't raise interest rates as much as they already said they were going to raise interest rates, then the market probably isn't as bad as it's likely to be if they do raise interest rates. They've said they're going to raise interest rates. They've said it's going to be painful. We just got numbers the other week saying, hey, guess what? Inflation wasn't going down. Mm -hmm. It's been going up, which just makes the Fed that much more confident that, you know what, we need to stick to our plan. We need to keep raising interest rates. And it's affecting jobs numbers, too. I mean, you know, that was something else he alluded to there, which affects the bottom line of a lot of our listeners as well. uh, That's the painful part, right? So the Fed needs to slow the economy down. That means raising interest rates. That means people losing jobs. So when we get data, and and a lot of times a listener may say, well, hey, the economy is doing really well, technically, except for the inflation part, right? Lots of people have jobs. Lots of people are making money. All these things are happening. The Fed doesn't view that as good because if too many people are making money and all those people are going out and spending it in the economy, it's not going to have the effect that the Fed's looking for of reducing prices, right? Mm -hmm. So when you go to the grocery store, the cost of goods and services isn't going down if too many people are making too much money. They want people to lose their job, right? They want employment numbers to go down. They want to raise interest rates and inflict that pain because that's the only way for them to get inflation down. And they view inflation as a bigger problem than unemployment. In other words, long-term inflation is more detrimental to the country and the economy than sort of a shorter-term higher unemployment rate. Mm. And so once you take a look at all of this, if you're looking at your investments going, well, you know, I wonder what direction the stock market is likely to go in. And and nobody knows for sure. We don't have a crystal ball, but the Fed is not looking to help us. And so that's crazy uh, to me, safe money, right, says or actively managed money says, you know what, the reason we're inversely invested in markets, in other words, betting markets go down even now after it's down quite a bit is because we feel the probability of markets going up is low. So we want to position clients in a way to benefit from a down market, not just tell them to hang in there. And oh, by the way, if you lose money, eventually it'll come back. I I know that's a message that lots of people are getting from advisors, but it's not necessary. And so what we would encourage you to do, if you're curious about how inverse portfolios work, or if maybe you thought you had active management, but doesn't feel that way right now, or if you're paying somebody for advice and that advice is cause you to lose. Kristen, we're talking to people that have lost well over 20, sometimes 30%. Mm-hmm. And they're in investment accounts and retirement accounts. Well, we're happy to have a conversation with you, right? doesn't mean that you're going to change everything in your portfolio, but uh, we can sit down, explain to you what all of your investment options are. Our goal is to educate our listeners, right? Help them make informed decisions. Our team spoke with a couple recently, and the story got my wheels turning. The wife is already retired. The husband is self-employed, but they want to make sure it's okay for her to stay out of the workforce 
and needs some help making sure he can retire as a small business owner when he's ready. Talent does that type of planning too, right? Well, sure. So uh, two different situations there. She's currently retired, but he's a small business owner. So small business owners really drive the economy of the U.S., probably the the most important part of the economy. We work with people that uh, certainly are small business owners, but then also aren't. But a, a small business owner, not all the time, but typically isn't, well, obviously somebody who didn't work for a big corporation, but because they didn't work for a big corporation, a lot of times there wasn't this huge uh, human resources department that went ahead and set up uh, the healthcare, right? They kind of mm-hmm. did that on their own. They didn't set up retirement plans because it just wasn't a part of it. Maybe there wasn't even a 401k, right? Sometimes there's a 401k, sometimes there's not. A lot of times a small business owner would set up like a uh, just an IRA or even a SEP IRA, or maybe they're just pouring their money back into their business. But regardless, and, and in my experience, Kristen, regardless of whether or not it's a small business owner that's transitioning out of that business into retirement and they're going to find a way to invest the money that they've saved or in addition to the money that they've saved for retirement, also they're able to sell their business. It's still a transition into finding a way to make that money work for you for the rest of your life. It's not that different than somebody who worked for a corporation and had a 401k, okay. right? And they just kept setting money aside and it grew. But eventually that person that's working for a big corporation is going to have what's considered retirement or Technically, they call it separation from service, right? So you're, you're not working there anymore. Well, either way, if you're a small business owner sitting on money that you need to invest for retirement or you're investing away from a big corporation, you have to find a way to have that money work for you throughout retirement. And I don't care who you are. If you're looking at markets right now and what's been going on, you're probably wondering, what the heck am I going to do? Like, do I commit money now? Do I wait? Do I do this? Or maybe you've been, again, working with somebody and you feel like the advice isn't very good. To me, it just goes back to understanding all the investment options. And I think the biggest problem with financial services is you have advisors who try to show you their options, not all Mm -hmm. the options, right? The ones that they prefer. I'd rather sit down, show you everything. And then after we've explained them all and you can review them, let us know what you like best or what you think fits your situation best. Making an informed decision, I think is critical in retirement. And then finding somebody that can work with you and be a trusted advisor along the way is just as important. And it's not just about the numbers at Talon Wealth. Your lifestyle is key too. Find out more at guardingyournestegg.com. It's open enrollment season for Medicare right now through December the 7th. Those that are already enrolled in the program or approaching that age, I think it's like 64 million Americans enrolled right now. They Mm -hmm. are getting information thrown at them every time they turn around. I mean, the television, even I'm seeing it, much less what those in that age group are getting in the mailbox. How can we at Talon Wealth help with part of this confusion and figuring out all the choices because that is part of retirement planning too if you think about it so at our core we're investment advisors and that's our goal to help people be successful in retirement right regardless Mm -hmm. of uh, how long they live and adjusted for things like inflation and taxes moving forward so a big part of any financial plan that we put together is expenses for most americans one of those expenses is going to be paying for some sort of a supplement, whether it's a Medicare supplement or Medicare Advantage. I'm not going to get too far into the weeds on some of it you pay for, some of it you don't. It depends on the company. Regardless, it's an expense. And trying to figure out how to do that is even more confusing 
when we're in open enrollment because there's literally blood in the water, right? For mm. lack of a better, I mean, and the sharks are out and they all know that regardless of your health condition, that's what open enrollment basically means is even if you have a pre-existing condition, you can move from one health insurance program to another health insurance program and the insurance company has to turn a blind eye. And so what they're trying to convince people to do is change, right? So, mm -hmm. you know, if you're with one company, then the salesperson from the other company is going to try to convince you that their plan is better than the other plan that you're working with. And what's really interesting about these plans, the benefits are dictated by the government. The benefits of one plan, for example, if you're using something called a Medicare supplement, mm -hmm. typically it'd be like an A plan, a B plan, a C plan. It goes up through different plans. But you could have a C plan with one company or a C plan with another company. The benefits are 100% identical. And it's mandated by the government that it's that way. But these organizations that are selling the health insurance, they know that. But there's just all this marketing, well, my plan's better than your plan. Well, is it really better than? It just gets confusing, right? So if you're sitting there right now and you're in open enrollment and you're either very close to 65 or over 65 and you're on Medicare, you're getting bombarded and everybody wants to tell you that their plan is the best. I mean, aren't all the plans exactly the same? And the answer is yes, all the plans are exactly the same. So then it turns into, well, which plan is going to benefit you based on the doctor you want to go to or the mm -hmm. hospital you want to go to? It just gets complicated. And so what will happen is you can have six people trying to sell you their personal plan and all of them are competing against one another, telling you that their plan's the best. And it's frustrating. It's mm -hmm. confusing. Let's say that you had three people that were salespeople trying to sell their plan. Usually these are sort of kitchen table conversations, Kristen. Most of these salespeople mm -hmm. may work for a company, but it's not really like you go into an office. I'm not saying that that doesn't exist, but usually they want to come to your house, which mm -hmm. is also kind of frustrating. But put it all together, they're all just competing, telling you that theirs is the best. Well, what we do at Talon Wealth and part of our financial planning process, again, because our goal is to help you preserve assets. Part of preserving assets is making sure you're not paying more than you need to be paying for health insurance. Okay. And so we actually have a team at Talon that specializes in Medicare and the insurance plans, Medicare supplements, Medicare Advantage plans, the things that go along with it. Certainly for our existing clients, you know, we offer that. Well, if you want to know what all of the different programs are and how they stack up, instead of visiting with three different people or 10 different salespeople, just come to the office. We'll review every single plan for you. And if we can find a way to maintain your benefits and also reduce expense, it's in our best interest to do that for you. Because if our clients are doing better financially, we're doing better financially. But then at the same time, if you don't currently have a plan and you don't want to have to talk to several different people, just give us a call. We can review all of the options Basically, we have software, Kristen, that'll review every single plan. We're okay. going to ask you questions like, who's your doctor? Who's your favorite hospital? Let's find a way to maintain what you want to maintain, but also make sure you're not paying more than you need to. And it's a service that we provide. Not necessarily all of our listeners realize that, but since we're in open enrollment, I just mm -hmm. wanted to encourage anybody in the situation, maybe you want to have a conversation with several people about different plans, or maybe you just like to simplify it. We'll run all of those numbers for you. Open enrollment going on now through December the 7th. This is, this, is, this, is, this is Guarding Your Nest Egg with Mike Lester. Catch up and interact with the show anytime at guardingyournestegg.com. 
Mike Lester is an investment advisor representative of Talon Private Wealth, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Talon Private Wealth and the station are not affiliated. Information presented on this program is believed to be factual and up-to-date, but we do not guarantee its accuracy and it should not be regarded as a complete analysis of the subjects discussed. This information should not be considered tax or legal advice. Discussions and answers to questions do not involve the rendering of personalized advice, but are limited to the dissemination of general information. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any securities or advisory services. Be sure to consult with a tax professional before implementing any investment strategy.